what do you do with an arts degree? I'm still not sure I know I skipped three years worth of lectures Just to binge watch awful shows There must be some scholarship For accruing worthless knowledge It's my only talent, honey That and losing money your excess hex debt rest and then just join us while we start on our bachelor bachelor yes that is right it is time for the Bachelor of Hearts, a new Bachelor Australia podcast from current Bachelor and future Bachelor of Hearts, Xavier Rebetsky noonan that's him. Hello, that's me. Remember me from the other ones? Uh, and current Bachelor of Arts and uh, former Bachelor, Max Quinn, that's me. Hello, remember me from the other ones. Yay! Uh, from Is that a movie? No, it's The Others. <laughs> it's The Others, yeah, yeah, yeah. The other podcasts that we've recorded. We've recorded four of these now. This is our fourth one. And Xavier, they've been perfect. It's crazy to think that we're working together on such a cool thing. Um, You know, like having the best podcast in the world, like it's a blessing and a curse. I've talked about this before, um, but it's just such a wild ride. And just knowing that I get to be along and see it all happen firsthand is just incredible. It's pretty amazing. And also knowing that you can do no wrong. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, uh, normally in a position like this, if I was having a really successful time with something, I'd be like, oh, I wonder when my first mistake's going to happen. But just knowing that it won't, uh, it's really liberating. It really is, isn't it? It means that you can do and say whatever you want. Um, and I'm really excited to do exactly that this week uh, as we reflect on The Bachelor episodes five and six. Yep, that's right. Yeah, season four, episode fives and six. They were both broadcast this week. Channel 10 is sticking with this two episodes per week thing, um, which, it, frankly, it does my head in because there's so much going on in this show um, that we have to pull apart. Um, Look, they've got to fit in Survivor. They've got to fit in a season of The Bachelor. I think they're just crammed for time, baby. They've got to fit in reruns of The Project every <laughs> fucking night. <laughs> um, yeah. So, oh, while we're talking about um, while we're talking about The Project, actually, let's talk about some uh, some like tabloid news. Um, all right, all right. Before we dive into the episode, there are some things that have happened in the past week or so uh, that definitely warrant discussion. Um, yeah, including a feature on Kira that happened on The Project Xavier that you watched. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, I only really caught the end of it because it's obviously it's leading into batchy time and that's savey time. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, we we saw uh, we saw this story getting splashed around the headlines just about everywhere this week, including the project um, uh, about Kira's family's like cult past. Yeah. Um, so this is a big sort of crossover news story. Um, Kira's mom went on a current affair to defend her position. Uh, and and to defend this sort of polygamist cult um, that Kira's dad was involved with. Um, And, you know, uh, it was a very controversial story about how uh, Kira's dad had nine wives and 63 children uh, up until 1993 when the cult fell apart um, and all of this stuff. Max, what what was your take on this? I mean, there was a a lot of stuff being uh, talked about this this week. Man, uh, as far as uh, I'm concerned, Kira grew up in a cult for seven years and then they moved out of a cult and she lived her life uh, not in a cult for the Mm. 
future 22 years that she has been on this planet. Um, it's kind of scary and, and weird that that stuff was going on and probably still continues to go on. Um, you know, uh, polyamory and polygamy are things that I am not particularly well versed in. Mm. Um, you know, they are somewhat foreign constructs to me, but uh, I believe that his particular brand, Kira's dad's particular brand of, of polyamory and polygamy, I think it can work for some people, but he was convicted of child sex offenses and, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, mm. I makes me feel very, uh, like, uncomfortable in quite a gaudy way. Yeah, I agree. I, I also feel like um, a little bit uncomfortable with the fact that this wasn't something that Kira brought to light or that no, came to light naturally yes. on the show. It was it was kind of like the product of some snooping and digging around. Um, and, you know, Kira's, Kira and her family seem pretty distressed by it. Um, it's obviously something that they would rather not be uh, head, headline news all over every news institution. So I don't know how much we want to add to that because obviously the stuff that we talk about here does make headlines. It's true. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, that's, that's what people have been talking about. That's, that's been the conversation around the bachelor that this week, um, that, that, and a couple of other sort of, uh, uh, stories. Um, we also saw, um, the shock revelation that Megan, who is, uh, you know, this is earlier in the week, one of our favorites, or at least one of the favorites. One of the favorites. Let's yeah. not, let's not go as far as to say that she is one of our favorites. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been able to remember what her characteristic is, it's, which is she's not true. shit boring, right? Well, yeah. It's that. And she likes water, I guess. Yeah. Which really sets her apart from the rest of the human race. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we're not going to talk shit about how boring she is. Um, she has revealed that she, uh, she well, it has been revealed that she will leave the show. Um, this hasn't been broadcast yet, but she, uh, she's just uh, tapping out, um, reportedly because Richie is keeping Kira around um, for ratings. And she doesn't see that, uh, that you know, she, she thinks that that means Richie's intentions are not pure and true. Uh, and that he's not here for hashtag the right reasons. Oh my God, we brought it up. Yeah, it's going to come up a few more times. Today. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I mean, that's interesting because yeah. uh, she's she's really appears to be a front runner. Um, and now every episode we will wait with bated breath um, to see how they're going to handle her leaving. Yeah, and it did seem that, uh, you know, these shows will have been edited ahead of time. And we've toned Megan down in the past few weeks, you know. Um, mm. And knowing that's, that filming has wrapped and that she is going to leave, you know, that's a good thing for ratings. And they want to establish her as somewhat of a character and a potential contender uh, as he's going through the motions with the rest of the women that he's getting rid of. Yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, in terms of losing Megan from the show, I don't think that we're going to be losing a ton. It's a it's a good ratings winner for, for Channel 10, I assume. Mm. It's um, going to be interesting, though, to see how they handle it because, like, the the reason that we're hearing is that uh, she she leaves because Richie is keeping Kira around for ratings. Um, they they're not going to want to say that. They're not no. going to want to. They're not going to want to reveal that Kira is being kept in the game um, to make it more entertaining because that breaks the facade. Yes. So it's going to be interesting to see how they talk their way out of it. Maybe they'll find something for Kira to have done to Megan. That will have been the last straw or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, or uh, it, it could just be that the intruders come this week and uh, she gets put off by all of them. Maybe that's it. I mean, that's a bit of a spoiler because we, uh, we see at the end of, uh, uh, of Thursday night's episode, uh, the, in, on the next time on The Bachelor, um, we do see there are three intruders on the way. Do we want to talk about these guys now or later? Uh, let's save it for the end, I reckon, as we yeah. point forward to the next episode. That feels good to me. Um, why, why don't we say goodbye, as we have been traditionally doing at the start of the episode, um, to the two women who were sent home this week? 
uh, and that is Eliza and Sasha from Russia. Sasha from Russia. Yeah. Now these are these are two character. Well, two people, not characters. They're real people um, that we got to know a little bit over the first few weeks. I'll say that like both of them probably got their own uh, music like in the score. Sure. Yeah. Like they're probably both a track on the soundtrack album of this season <laughs> of The Bachelor or the original uh, the the OST or whatever. <laughs> Eliza's um, is like. Uh... The the like the intro to uh, Rupert. Do you remember Rupert for, on the ABC? <laughs> yes. Yeah. The, what was? He's a bear, right? Yeah. He's a bear. Boom 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 boom. Yeah. I think Eliza gets uh, yeah that that weird like jilted marimba music that <laughs> implies that she's a total klutz and a kook. Yeah, there's a bachelor in Queen Street in Brisbane who always plays the uh, what's the instrument? The feeling hot, 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 and it's like the uh... steel drum. Yeah, steel drum. Exactly yeah. that. Yeah, she gets that. <laughs> That's great. Uh, and Sasha, I don't know. I mean, she was there. She was there the whole time. She was there. Uh, she was just waiting is, to go home, I think. That's probably the most that you can say for Sasha at this point. It is a shame that because she had a foreign accent, uh, she was not edited to give any lines uh, in the show. But no, She was sidelined. Um, it's a bit of a shame, but uh, also, yeah, I think both of these guys were, were going to get sent home sooner or later. Um, and we'll talk about their exits when we get to it, I think. Um, should we rip into the show? I mean, there's other talking voices. What topics? Let's stay on topic. Let's stay on topic. Okay, all right. Okay, okay, okay. Um, thank you for knowing about how to host a radio show. <laughs> so let's get started with The Bachelor Australia Season 4, Episode 5. Uh, I got to watch this episode live for the first time this season. Um, I was not catching up on 10 play uh, I was, I was, uh, it was 7.30 p.m. play, right? Shameless. There was a shameless plug for Template, which does not sponsor this podcast. And until we get sponsorship, I think that we should beep them out. Yeah, I agree. Um, and, uh, and, and send, yeah, send all your complaints to Manulog. I don't know. <laughs> I can't keep up with the fiction. Xavier, I heard you got drunk and vomited this episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, vo- yeah. Uh, I was a vomit angel. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, well, I didn't, I didn't puke all that. All that much um, But I watched some puke On national television Oh you did That's very funny Yeah um, There was yeah, a great so, deal Of puke in this episode Wasn't there Well it sure made me Want to fucking puke Let me tell you that um, I'm sorry if I've seemed A little reserved Up to this point um, But uh, yeah This this episode really Fucking made my blood boil So we'll get into that Let's do we'll it that. Um, So Osher appears With a date card At the start of the episode Which says Let's hit the city In style Be ready in 15 minutes And it's a single day for Alex <gasps> um, It's pretty unexpected um, You're right to gasp Some of the girls are pretty unhappy about it um, Obviously she's already got the white rose um, People mm. are saying she doesn't deserve this date um, But you know As soon as it arrives um, Alex goes into the bathroom For some really really gross product placement um, Do you remember this? The Dyson hair blower? The hair Let dryer? me tell you how effective This Dyson <laughs> Hair dryer subliminal advertising was. It was very subliminal. I'm gonna I'm gonna peel back the curtain uh, a little bit here. You know what I mean? I'm gonna remove the kimono uh, and just talk a little bit about uh, life as a former bachelor. Um, I've heard of parting the kimono, but removing it entirely. <laughs> yeah, look, there's <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, there's no kimono right now. Okay, um, right. okay so tell me more. All right, uh, if you have a partner who talks in their sleep. It is the cutest fucking shit in the world. <laughs> yeah. My partner, Georgie, talks in her sleep 
And it is like her heart and her subconscious are just combining to speak the absolute truth of <laughs> like her beautiful soul. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now, <laughs> sometimes she says, you know, things that I expect to hear her say. She loves dolphins, and sometimes she talks about dolphins or, you know, yep. just things that are happening during her day. Sure. Last night she woke up at 4 a.m. and she tapped me on the shoulder, and I was like, she's definitely asleep. She's so asleep. <laughs> and she yeah. was like, Max, I think I want a Dyson. Um, I I hate to Because this is a beautiful tableau that you've constructed Um, I just hate to cast any doubt on it But you sure she didn't say I want to die soon (laughs) Is there any chance she could have been At four in the morning A a realization hit her That she um, You know This life with you Is not the one she wants anymore Mm, She followed up with My hair's so wet Oh yeah Exactly That's such a reason to want to die It so is Yeah um, well, guys, don't die soon. Don't Get a Dyson. Soon. They're oh now sponsoring God. the podcast, apparently. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, invest now. Stocks are going up. Definitely uh, they are. And, you know, as uh, these hair dryers, as I've learned, cost about $700. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I think that you'd be right to buy stocks in, in something like that because sure. it's definitely not going to price itself out of the market in any way. Did um, you see how dry her hair was, though? I mean, yeah, Her hair was initially dry. Let's get, let's get this straight. Yeah. Her well, hair was I, not wet when she came in. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it was even drier afterwards. You can't argue with results like that, Max. Did I won't you, allow like, it. Was it straw? I feel like she probably just turned her hair to straw. Maybe. Well, you know, maybe she had to feed uh, like a horse or something. <laughs> well, that wasn't this date, but actually kind of Richie. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Um, a limo drops off Richie to pick up Alex, uh, and the rest of the girls come out and watch him whisk her off. It's pretty awkward. Um, but they wind up in Bondi. Um, Richie says that being raised by two women, one thing that I've learned is girls love clothes. Fuck you. Shit. God damn it, Fuck Richie. you. Oh, like... To be like, okay, so there are two really polarizing sides of Richie that we saw across these two episodes. One is the best thing that Richie has said this entire series and probably his prior series on The Bachelorette as well. And Mm -hmm. we'll get to that when we come to it. But Mm -hmm. this is the worst fucking trollop that he has said. He has told six women that they're gorgeous. He has not learned any new adjectives. Uh, He did say to Alex later on this episode that she ignites him, which I think he needs to invest in a thesaurus. But (laughs) like, this is fucking... An awful, awful uh, heteronormative diatribe to spew onto national television at 7.30pm on a Wednesday night. It's absolute fucking garbage. I feel like he is trying to look good and he's so wrong. Like, this is, I think this is a joke, I guess. Uh, it's, it's fucking boring. Um, it reflects a very poor standard of... Uh, I mean, like, he talks about having been raised by two women, but he really has no uh, idea what he's saying. No, that is, like, the the least emotionally intelligent uh, thing that someone who is purporting to be emotionally intelligent and in tune with women... Uh, could could probably say it. It comes off as a very blokey kind of uh, misguided, uh, like... Truism, you know, like he's sort of like ribbing his mate and being like, oh, I know that women love clothes, you know. (laughs) 
And what he's doing, what he's doing, is really bad for the show. Totally. The, what he does here is he puts all women into the same generic box and assumes that they will all respond the same way. But like the entire idea of being the bachelor is to get to know all of these women on the show individually and find out what about them makes them different, as opposed to just like sort of uh, uh, nameless faces in a in a sea of like sparkling dresses. Uh, it's his job to bring out their distinct personalities so that we as an audience can get to know them better and enjoy their, their presence and that kind of thing. Uh, here he's doing the exact opposite. It's really boring. It's really shit. Richie, try harder. Try harder. Uh, speaking of, we see some more product placement. Uh, it, the, the clothing shop is called Camilla. Uh, and Richie says, you can pick whatever you like. It's yours. Uh, and Alex tries on a dress and spins. Richie says she's a vision. Uh, this bit's yuck. I don't like this. The sales assistant suggests that she try something. Richie calls the old undie tuck. Um, it's a oh, little bit yeah. weird. Do you remember that? I remember that. It was very uncomfortable. They sort of all just say it, but nobody really says why they're talking about it. Or nobody it... explains really what it is. Uh, and as a man who is not particularly fashion forward and has no understanding of whether that's a thing or not. It's not a look, is it? I don't know. I don't know either. Guys, right in. If you guys are tucking it, <laughs> if you guys are tucking it, we want to know about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, as a man, I would not tuck any item of clothing into my underwear. No, it's rare that I find a need to do that. I, you know, if I tie a tie particularly long, even then, no, there's other places I can tuck it. Don't do yeah. that. No, I'm, no. <laughs> sorry, Max. <laughs> I've angered you somehow. Um, uh, they talk about uh, the. They refer to the batch cave uh, as the rose nest. That's a little bit better. I don't even think it's that much better. I think the Batch Cave was funny, and the Rose Nest is like, what, like Crow's Nest? Yeah, it's like Crow's Nest. Okay, all right, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're talking about bachelor jokes here. We're talking about Richie's sense of humor. Yeah, I think that one just flew over my head. Oh, very good, like a crow. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. like a, yeah. One Mm. flew over the the cuckoos. (laughs) Yeah. Like the crow. Um, Richie (laughs) says he and Alex have great banter. That's not true. That is, I'm really sorry. That is really not true. We're struggling to find things to talk about on this date. There is nothing. like The only thing that he is talking about is how easy it is to talk to her. And when you're talking to someone about how easy it is to talk to them without scratching any other surface level uh, you know, of, of conversation... Mm. That's nothing. Know, that's nothing. You got nothing. Yeah. I've got nothing there. You're talking about talking about this person. It's not good. Mm-mm. So anyway, they're having a serious chat about kids... Um, obviously Alex, the young mum, she's got her son, Elijah from Monday to Friday. Um, but you know, they talk around it for a while. They feel that love doesn't have boundaries. Um, they say if it's true and it's real, you can make it work. Uh, and then before long, Richie has another special surprise. It is, uh, it is Alan Stone. Now Uh, it's not Matt Corby. No, that's right. No. Um, Alan, St- Alan Stone is a musician that I've actually heard of, though, which doesn't happen every time on The Bachelor. Now, let me tell you something. Our guitar player, Cal Bailey, um, uh-huh. in our band, Max Quinn, uh, <laughs> um, messaged me a few months ago and was like, Alan Stone's in the country right now. I saw him last night. It was the fucking sickest. It was the best gig that I've been to in ages. Um, wow. Yeah. So uh, I didn't realize he was in town because I, yeah, I'd heard of him. And I was like... Oh, I didn't hear about a tour or anything. Did no, he, no. Did he, he just toured. get he... flown out for The Bachelor? No, nah, he toured. And they must have just picked him because of, of how he looks um, and not particularly uh, how he sounds or the level of credibility that he has. It must have been around like Blues Fest time. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. 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 Like um, April or something. Yeah, but he is like this cool, sick soul musician. Yep. 
Um, Richie introduces him as a renowned international artist Great. because Richie is a fucking robot, I guess. <laughs> um, that is they- what, like, the voiceover at the Grammys would say. You Now, yeah. welcome to the stage, renowned international artist. Alan Stone. Exactly. It's not like... Like, Richie could pretend that he was, like, a fan or, like, at least had ever heard of Alan Stone before (laughs) instead of being, like, past a little palm card that just said, renowned international artist Alan Stone. Um, But anyway, they slow dance. Um, They have some champers. Uh, Alex seems pretty into it. Uh, In voiceover, she says, just kiss me. Just do it. Uh, And they really pash. I mean, they they fucking go for it. Yeah, she uh, especially was just like right in there. She was very, very like almost territorial in the way that she put her scent all over him, you know? Yeah, totally. It was like a full body makeout. Yes. Um, Richie says he feels ignited, like you said before, by Alex. uh, And he gives her a red rose. Uh, and Alex, uh, in a in a like a little post interview, says, "My feelings have become more invested in Richie." Wow! Which, like, I, I hope the rest of you does too. <laughs> <laughs> Let me give you some synonyms for ignite. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot. Burst into flames. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Put, yeah. Yeah. Put match to. Yeah, Richie. Richie really. Uh, Richie really puts a match to Alex. <laughs> what is it? Or is it the other way around? I don't know. Uh, mm. one, one or the other. She uh, takes fire. She flares up. She inflames him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, These are all the words that I'm sure she meant. This is exactly what he uh, what he meant to convey. Yeah. Um. So fuck. I guess we got to get into it. Hey, the uh, the mother of all group dates, as this show describes it. Um. The group date. The group date card shows up. It says nobody puts baby in the corner, uh, and everybody thinks it's going to be a dirty dancing uh, style uh, thing to do, or some kind of dirty dancing reference. Um, but the uh, the selected women Sasha, Kiki, Megan, and Nikki. Does that rhyme? Yep, that's <laughs> it. Rhyme it. Yeah, if you can rhyme Kiki with Nikki, you are totally entitled to. Okay, great. Um, they You're find a songwriter, out, man. Mm, thank you. Yeah, um, come see my band, Max Quinn. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, so they find out that it's actually uh, this. It's not a dirty dancing reference date. It's a, actually uh, a fucking disgusting piece of shit date instead. Um, and also Kira's like saying that she's really mad that she didn't get a group date when 10 minutes ago she was just saying how much she didn't actually want mm. one. She didn't want to go on it. But anyway, uh, maybe she missed out on uh, uh, something really fucking horrible, which is uh, what happens. This date's completely fucked, Max. We got to get into it at some point. Uh, the mother of all group dates. Um, we hear a lot of baby crying sound effects uh, and they, they signal this signals the start of the group date. Um Four baby dolls are on the table. Um, there's one of them for each of the four girls who are on the date. Um, they all pick them up. Sasha freaks out because her baby is black, I guess. That's a thing. Um, but this date's all about testing their maternal instincts and seeing how uh, how nurturing they can be um, at the drop of a hat, which uh, that's very fun. And we get the fun opportunity to laugh at the parenting style of the people who aren't like immediately taking to it and treating it seriously and believing that it's a real baby and uh, they care about this baby because they're a woman. I found this date quite frustrating, Xavier. Oh, Max, could you tell? I I had a bad time watching this. Um, This was probably spurning on a lot of my alcohol consumption um, (laughs) this night uh, because it's fucking so tedious. So, So Nikki seems to fare okay. Kiki pops out. She's got a carrier on her front. She's saying, who said mothers can't multitask? Which, like, no one? Nobody <laughs> said that. No, no one's one ever has said ever that. ever said that. Uh, that's the opposite of what 
I think people think about mothers. I believe that motherhood is multitasking. Yeah, I think like that's innately. The... Uh, speaking as a mother. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, me and Sonia Kruger are as mothers. Uh, uh, yeah. Um... As... yeah. Um, so anyway, Osha pops up. He's going to explain. Um, the, the team from what's called Reality Nanny, uh, which sounds like a show I would watch. Um, they've, sure. cr- they've created these baby simulators to create an authentic parenting experience. Um, Richie pops up. He's got one too. Um, the baby's name is Baby Isabella. Jesus. Um, and he, uh, you know, they're, they're talking about how a man with a baby, like, uh, to, to women is a very sexy thing. Um, which is boring. <laughs> this show <laughs> sucks. Um, uh, Richie says, in the future, we could be doing this for real. Uh, yada yada. I don't know how much to talk about this. Everyone freaks out when we spot the anatomically correct penis on Nikki's baby. Oh my god! And she calls it Nina. Nina. Yeah, she had named it Nina already. Uh, and uh, yeah, so this whole thing just fucking reeks of uh, of like heteronormative, boring gender bullshit. Um, they inexplicably have room for one more mum. I guess in the the matching like Kia cars that they have provided <laughs> for the date, they just randomly have more space. So they're like, "Hey, Noni, you can come too." And Noni's You're like, in. "No, thank you." <laughs> um, she gets given twins um, for no reason. I bet she's really pissed off. Oh yeah, um, that would but, have fucking sucked. Yeah, but but she gets to share a ride with Richie. Um, and, uh, yeah, my notes break down into, uh, just basically just fury at this point. They, they all, <laughs> they all hop in the cars. They're all struggling with the car seats. They're singing lullabies. They're, they're breaking a lot of road, road rules as Richie points out. Um, yeah, t- uh, uh, this date is fucked. Uh, if you couldn't tell from my tone already, like I get it. It's a bit of fun. Like, how's everyone going to handle this crazy situation? Oh no, they're r- robot babies and stuff. But it's also like not not every single woman wants to be a mother at all, and there's, there should be no expectation that they should know how to handle that situation out of nowhere when it's just dropped in their lap. Uh, Literally dropped in their lap. Yeah, and, and especially because it's like the whole thing is like, oh, it's do you have like woman's intuition? Do you have like the you know the the ability to be nurturing and stuff like that? Which is like this is not how you test something like that if that's important no. to you. It's ridiculous. Um, they've they've gone the wrong way with the robot baby date. Can I just say? Yeah. Well, what's your suggestion? Like. Mars attack style robot baby date. Ah, so they're way way more freaky. Yeah, just like aggressive, uh, tearing shit down like oh, actual totally. robot babies. They should give them gremlins. Yes, absolutely. I, I once cried my way out of the gremlins ride at Movie World. <laughs> when I was a kid, I made them shut it down. Um, uh, I think it's still there to this day, though. There's a. <laughs> It's surprising that it's still there, even though you cried your way out of it. <laughs> it's very relevant to kids it's so these days. Weird. Um, so weird. So they all go to play mini golf while they're holding their newborn babies. Um, they all have to work together to successfully play a game of mini golf while all this baby shit is happening. I have no fucking clue why. This doesn't make any sense. There's no, like, the winner of the mini golf game isn't given any prize or anything. They're just, nope. they're just looking for something to do. They just send them on a mini golf date. Um, but afterwards, they all celebrate. They say, welcome to parenthood, while they're, like, glugging down this champagne, um, <laughs> sitting on a picnic rug. Um, it's crazy that none of them have been able to have that champagne for nine months before this episode was shot either. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> it really looks like it. Yeah, definitely. They don't look like they're worse for wear from drinking for the last three straight weeks or anything like that. <laughs> um, Sasha from Russia points out that when she has kids, they'll be brought up in a tough but fair manner. 
because um, she's got a slightly different parenting style um, to Look, this. We rule with an iron fist yeah, in Russia. That's right, yeah. Um, and obviously, this, this is enough for everyone else to make fun of her and see her as like a weird outsider and stuff. Great, awesome, cool. Course, great. Good job, yeah. show. Um, and then Asha appears out of nowhere to explain that the babies have actually been secretly judging them the whole time. Wow. Um, they're full of senses. Um, and, uh, and not, can... not the kind of census that we were supposed to be completing, uh, <laughs> Wednesday night at seven 30, I might add <laughs> the babies are full of census.gov.au <laughs> and they don't work. Um, no, they, they can tell like how well you've been treating them. Cause they, there's various reasons that they could be upset and stuff like that. Whatever. turns out Nikki's baby was the happiest. Um, so she's going to get a little bit of alone time at the batch pad that evening. Um, Osha said on Twitter oh, that super messed up, dude. Because they they didn't even know that they were being graded. Like no. up until this point, they they didn't know. I guess they would have figured it was just for the cameras, or like you know, all the sound effects were being like deleted and edit re-edited and stuff in a different way. Whereas in actual effect, they they you know, like I I feel like if the camera went off you, if you were holding one of these babies and one of the cameras wasn't looking at you, you'd be able to relax a little bit, right? You'd oh, be you able just to be like, put it down and walk away from I'll it. I'll put this fake TV prop over here and like, <laughs> do my real life again. Um, but in actual fact, they've been like being secretly measured the entire time, which is fucked. And they put a number on it, which I don't like. Um, but anyway, I don't know. Let this- me let me just say that Osha revealed on Twitter that one of the women killed one of the babies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to condemn them for that because I feel like no, that would be that would be something I would think about doing. I'm like, well, if the baby dies, then we don't have to do the baby thing anymore, right? It's true. You could feed that baby champagne. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Throw it in one of those sand traps or whatever. <laughs> a bunker, yeah. I think, is what you're referring <laughs> yeah. to. What's the water water hazard or something? I just throw it in, in the lake. In golf, I think it's called a lake. Oh yeah, that's the word. That's the yeah. technical term. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so Nikki's alone time at the batch pad. Um, Nikki asks, so you want to have babies? Yeah. <laughs> Which is Craig is like, yeah, cause I'm, sake, I'm really Nikki. getting that impression from you right now, Richie. Something's <laughs> making me think maybe, uh, babies are on your mind for some reason. Um, Richie says Nikki's incredible. Uh, he says he was crossing his fingers that she'd be a super mum. Which, like, fucking hell. Yeah, um, fuck that shit. He says she's beautiful. Nikki says, I've never had a guy tell me I'm beautiful before. Um, this is the first time in the episode where Richie says that one of the girls is there for the right reasons. Um, check that off your bingo card. To have your drink, whatever. However you're playing the game. That's what you did, right? Uh, I sure did, yes. I, I believe so. Anyway, I, I'll have to check the tapes <laughs> back. Um, Nikki and Richie Pash. Uh, he gives her a rose. She's feeling very lucky right now. She's treasuring every moment she gets to spend with Richie. Oh, it's beautiful. Now, can I just say, on this date, Nikki says, I've never had a man tell me I'm beautiful before. You know, no one ever pays me compliments. To which she replies, well, you are beautiful. And you are gorgeous. Wow, yeah. And I just think Richie... Using all two of his compliments. fucking other compliments. (laughs) Like... You can compliment something, someone on something other than the way that they look. That's true. She does lots you know, of things like, as well. Like, yeah. even we, because we are getting so little of this person. We're probably getting less of Nikki than Batchy is because it's sure. all being edited and chopped and changed and stuff. But like, we could think of stuff to compliment her on. Absolutely. Uh, I think that Nikki probably is very fun to hang out with. I bet you're right. I reckon she'd be good at uh, party games such as Pictionary and 20 Questions. That's great. I think that Nikki is beautiful. No. I, I think she's uh, gorgeous. 
Uh, no, hang on. Hold on. Sorry. No, hang sorry. on. Yeah, we, we got our wires crossed there a little bit. Yeah, I'm uh, reading Richie's script instead. Sorry. That's right. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, look, there are... Mm, she's gorgeous. Nice. Mm, gorgeous. Oh, beautiful. Nice. Oh, she's, go- she's, a be- she's a vision? Is that new? Uh, we haven't I'm, heard that as much. I'm ignited. Mm, okay. Ignited. Yeah. Uh, just, just panicked. So at the cocktail party, Richie pulls Rachel aside first. Um, Eliza wants some FaceTime too. Um, meanwhile, in the background, Nikki admits that she and Richie pashed, and the girls are fuming about it. Um, One girl is fuming about it. Well, yeah. Who is that again? Alex is fuming about yeah, it. Yeah, she's pissed off. She's so sad, and in like it, it's not in like a. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's been a lot of internet vitriol for Alex uh, over the past couple of episodes, and I think we can discuss it later. Mm. But here, she just looks heartbroken that the guy that she really likes also really likes another girl. Yeah, she is, she's in pretty deep, and, and I can understand some of the conversation around that being like, well, you know, you're on The Bachelor, these things are going to happen and stuff, but like, it is hard to watch her feelings being hurt in that way. Exactly, and she's getting really hurt feelings there, and she's very upset by it. Yeah. Um, Richie steps in to see what's being said about him. He sort of senses there's some conflict there. Um, but, uh, Eliza steps in pretty much straight away. Um, she's going to let that drama keep boiling away. Um, she wants to talk to Richie. She steals him away. I love that Eliza is just like, (laughs) just so blissfully unaware and so irrelevant to the plot. Totally. In, in, do you know what I mean? Like, it's like Richie's there to be like, I'm going to defuse this bomb. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he's just like, I'm worried, you know, like his spidey sense is tingling or, or some shit. But like, Eliza's just like, well, la la, here we go. I'm going to go over here and take you away now. Yeah. She's like, oh, is that Richie? I am a oh, contender like on this, this show. I love this guy. He's great. I'm going to go talk <laughs> to so him. Good. I'm a contender on this show. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. She she didn't pick a moment that well. Um, she she gives him a blue velvet rose that she like makes for him on the spot. Did she make it out of a napkin? It's a little bit hard to tell. I don't know if it's like somebody's bow tie or something. Uh, I don't know where she could have found it, but um, yeah, she she makes it on the spot. It's pretty nifty. Something um, borrowed, something blue. It makes sense. You ah, know? yes, of course, because their wedding night is that night. It um, is that night. Yeah. yeah, and that's how the show ends. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's uh, so thank you for listening. Five stars on iTunes. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> they uh, they play some goofy music for her, of course. Um, she uh, she loves the fact that Richie can be free and celebrate the fact that Eliza's a weirdo. Um, I don't think Richie has done that. I don't think Richie's celebrating that fact one bit. I don't think Richie has been celebrating anything. No, and I also don't think he's really been that free. It sounds like he's reading off uh, uh, cue cards the whole time. Very much. You know, do we even know, has Richie celebrated his bar mitzvah? (laughs) It wasn't on the show. Uh, I wouldn't mind watching that prequel series. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Alex uses a white rose. They have a quick chat. I forget what they talk about. Do you remember? No. After all that tension... Um, it's, it seems to be over pretty quickly. Um, but Nikki's upset that she's hurt some feelings by revealing that she passed Richie. Um, she Oh yeah. This is just Kira shit stirring. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, so, so yeah, Kira's really pissed off about it. Uh, Nikki's made to feel really bad. She didn't intend to make a bad impression. Um, and I think she plays this pretty classily. Um, she's comforted by a few of the other girls. Uh, Elena and Georgia are both there, like just sort of sending her on, on her merry way. Sorry, whom? Um, Olena and Georgia. You remember these guys? No. They were on episode one. Oh. Yeah, these guys are big on episode one. 
Actually, yeah, okay. not Georgia. <laughs> Actually, not Georgia at all. Uh, Georgia's going home soon. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah, it's fine. Um, so we get to the rose left. ceremony. Um, Osher appears. His hair looks great. Um, one of the girls will leave tonight. Um, Sasha from Russia gets called first. She gets the first rose. Um, and we go through the list. Kira gets the second last rose. Um, I think under her breath, she says she can't handle this shit. Is that is that right? Did you hear that? Uh, yeah, or maybe it's like you can't handle this shit. Maybe. I don't know. But it seems like I, I heard the word shit, which the yeah. show doesn't normally traffic in that kind of thing. But, um, you know, maybe this is the up late version. Look, Kira does. Kira traffics in all this shit. Yeah, that's true. I'm not, yeah, I'm not surprised if that's not the only thing that Kira traffics in, you know? Yeah, she might even say the other big naughty words. Um, Whatever they may be. I don't know what they are. No, somebody write in, please. Uh, Eliza, <laughs> let's talk about it. She, um, she, uh, she, oh, she, she still could get gigs for me as an event coordinator in New South Wales. Hi, Eliza. Hi, Eliza. Hope you're listening. Thanks. Uh, five stars on iTunes. Um, she's gone, though. Um, she, uh, she says to the others, look out for your hearts, girls. Um, Beautiful thing to say. Yeah, totally. Um, and, and it's a little bit sad, actually. Yeah, um, look, she took this in the right spirit, and as much as she is a, a crazy weirdo and celebrates that fact, mm. um, you know, and perhaps lacks a little bit of self awareness, or was shown on the show to lack a bit of little bit of self awareness. Yeah, I um, maintain it does seem that she left with her dignity intact. I agree. I, ma- I maintain that I think she got a bit of a bad rap this time. Sure, I yes. think um, she's probably interesting, and that was yep. her like fatal flaw. Um, by going on this show, like interesting people and this show don't necessarily gel every single time. It takes like, it takes a really, really interesting person. Yeah. You know? Um, and, uh, yeah. So, so yeah, we knew she wasn't a front runner. She, we knew she wasn't going to win it. Um, but that, this is the end of her journey. Uh, and, and that's it for that episode. That's it. Um, halfway through baby. Let's move on. That's right. Let's keep plugging on through it. Um, episode six, um, we see some very sporty dates this time. Uh, you know, tis the season. Uh, uh, although, why? well, I think we might actually not be allowed to say why. Um, um, Network's ten, Network Ten's The Bachelor definitely wasn't. Um, it's just you know, don't don't you feel like around this time of four years, um, <laughs> it's just like a great time to get out there and start thinking about sports and putting it on TV. Oh, is this one of these life being it kind of things? Yeah, well, it's like you know, we have to be active, we have to be fit. Like you know, you want you want a good yep. healthy lifestyle and like balanced diet and balance that with like just getting out there and getting some exercise and fresh air and all that stuff. You That's, know what I mean? Okay, yeah, I got you. And like, if you smoke bongs, you won't win twenty three gold medals. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and and. And 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 I'm 23 years of old. And that was it was pretty high when I watched this episode. Of the <laughs> um, but you know, gold medal to me for a great podcast. So in your face, uh, Michael Phelps. <laughs> you said it. You said the word. Oh shit! Uh, bleep it. it out. We'll bleep it out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so yeah, I think I think maybe after having like a really baby heavy like traditional female gender roles episode, they wanted to throw in a little bit of like macho pandering to balance it out. Do you reckon that's true? Do you reckon that's a good read? Probably. Um, we want to see if these girls can handle themselves on the court. They've got to be tough. They've got to be tough. <laughs> um, Osha drops by with a date card. <laughs> like fucking Rav4s. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they trade in their Kias this episode for like off-road Jeeps or whatever. Wranglers. <laughs> um, Osha drops by with a date card. He says, this date appeals to Richie's sense of adventure. Uh, and he also drops off another date card. Um, he says, why have one when uh, two are more fun? I love it. Osha, you're such a good guy. He's great. He is. I, I really like Osha. Yeah, Osha's the best. Uh, come on the podcast if you're listening. Hi. 
Um, so the single date card says, let's rise and fall. Um, everyone thinks that it might be skydiving or bungee jumping or something like that. And, uh, and, and Kiki gets it. So Kiki's going to find out what this rising and falling is all about. Um, but then we also find out the group date card, which says, uh, let the games begin. Um, and this is, this is snapped up by a big pile of the girls, Elena, Faith, Megan, Georgia, Nikki, Sasha, Noni, Alex, Rachel, and Kira all get involved. Is this every other girl? Um, I feel like there's got to be somebody missing because they didn't just say like, oh, everyone else. They, they read them out name by name. Um, but I, I, I'm not looking at a list of the cast in there. I, it's still not sticking in my brain very well. No, I don't know. Um, it's just about everyone either way. Yeah. Um, So this group date uh, uh, starts up. They're at the Hockey Centre at the Sydney Bleep Park. Bleep, can't say that. Yeah. Um, But I will say, we've reversed the order. We're going on a group date first. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, we're playing with the structure a little bit. Um, It's nice. It's a little bit of subversion from the editors here. Yeah, yeah. And a group date, like, that's a cushy thing to lead in with, I think. You know, like, uh, it's not all that intense. Yeah, when you've got, like, heated one-on-one time coming up with Kiki. Yes, that's right, yeah. You know, um, it's important. It's nice to, <laughs> yeah. Um, so Osha says um, points are going to be awarded throughout the day, uh, and the overall victor gets one-on-one private celebration time with Richie. Uh, and Richie sort of marches in and he lights the torch, um, just like you do at any sports field, um, regardless of what time of year it is, or uh, you know the cycles of uh, like leap years or whatever it is they measure these things with. Um, I noticed Osh is wearing a Fitbit in this shot. Osh, you look great. Don't worry about it. You're going to be fine. He's doing a great job. Yeah, he's doing a great job. Um, They've got all the girls wearing active wear. um, And uh, yeah, they're all just like lining up and looking excited. The first event is called the Cupid's Arrow. Um, So they imply a a bit of a sense of danger because they're all holding bows and arrows. uh, And we watch them all make bad puns about bullseyes and shooting arrows and stuff because they're aiming at this big heart. Like the target is a big heart. Um, and also Cupid has shoots arrows to make, make, make people love each other. Max, what happened? Makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. The people shoot at the <laughs> targets and There's somebody some archery. Wins. Yeah. Uh, someone wins. Um, Alex is really bad at it. Yeah. Um, and then they get inside these big, like rolling bubble ball thingies again. Oh, uh, they have to sprint in them. Um, they're called Zorb balls. That's right. It's the third time of the season that we've seen these women in giant Zorb balls. We keep seeing these Zorb balls. I feel like the, they've got a, they've, they're in cahoots with some Zorb manufacturer or something. They're like, I feel like there must be some sort of inside joke with the women being like, <laughs> which one's going on the Zorb ball date this week? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, and we hear some really hilarious jokes about balls. Mm, do you get it? Yeah, I got it. I, I, I did pick that one up. But I like that Faith kind of uh, didn't get it and then got it. And that was cute. Yeah, I like that too, actually. I, I thought that was pretty well played. There's a there's a gif of that moment, which is floating around, um, uh, which I which I enjoyed. We'll uh, tweet it out. Uh, yeah, we'll tweet it. Yeah, sure. Um, Faith also knocks Kira over by accident, um, which is great. great. And uh, and you can tell Megan, um, who, who you know is a few episodes out from leaving the show because Kira's still there, um, you can tell she really actually likes it. They're showing her like enjoying Kira's misfortune quite a bit now. Um, we have seen that, yes, and I think that that might be uh, some a little bit of foreshadowing, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, you can really sense there's a little bit of rivalry between them. Um, the the two of them actually race, um, um, Kira and Megan. Uh, Me- uh, Kira takes a bit of a tumble. Uh, actually, doesn't look too good. Like she kind of looks like she face plants a little bit in there. Um, yeah, she kind of got crushed. Yeah, but we we breeze past that pretty quickly. 
Um, Osha suggests that they settle the overall winner by the ancient art of wrestling in kangaroo suits. Fight for my love, women. Yes, and wear a goofy costume while you're at it. Um, so, yeah, Kira and Megan, they wrestle in these ridiculous costumes for a minute. Um, Kira wins pretty easily. Uh, and then it's Nikki versus Faith. Um, they're, uh, they're both, like, very sweet and good-natured, and neither of them really want to be in this fight. Um, but Faith does eventually pull it out. She is. Oh the, yeah, uh, she just throttles her at the end. She's just like, okay, I'm done. She's like, around listen, now. we can't just stand here all night. Like one of us is going to have to do this thing. Yeah, we can't just stand here looking pretty in our kangaroo costumes. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, much as I would like to keep wearing this all the <laughs> way to the uh, cocktail party. Um, yeah, we got to get rid of that. Uh, so Faith, uh, yeah, uh, Faith versus Kira. Yeah, so Kira, Kira thought. Kira, this is more Kira shit. Kira's thought that by winning this many times, she wouldn't have to keep wrestling. Um, she just doesn't want to do it again. Faith comes out. She's really excited to wrestle. Uh, and Kira's like dragging her feet. Um, but Faith pins Kira. Kira's totally shattered. Uh, she gets the silver. It really bugs her. Um, <laughs> Faith, of course, gets the gold. So she gets the one-on-one time with Richie. Kira is so grumpy on that podium. And like she has made being grumpy into her own Olympic sport. Totally. Sport. Yeah. She would take the gold. Garfield would take the silver. <laughs> um, who gets the bronze? I don't know, like Jim from the office or something. Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Faith's one-on-one time with Richie that she wins. Uh, it's a romantic dinner on the hockey field. Um, Faith asks uh, pretty much straight away why he organized the fucking baby date. He's like, oh, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, I might want kids someday. He's just reinforcing the like really boring bullshit narrative. Um, she seems sort of non-committally into it. I-, I like Faith. I think she's responding pretty well to this stuff. I really like Faith. I think Faith has come out to have shown a lot of personality in the limited time that we have seen her. Totally. Um, yeah, I think that you know uh, she is coming dangerously close to actually having a personality, and I think that's why she is. Uh, you know, polling so well on the love leaderboard mm. uh, with 4% of the vote. Oh, wow. That's a landslide victory. It's a landslide for Faith. Yeah. Elena, uh, only with 39% of the vote is... Uh, <laughs> but, you know, you, somehow we, we've, seen, we've seen so much of Elena. For instance, um, her face. Uh, like We did see that, yes. We've seen sort of like the torso part of her body. Um, yep. and, and also like the legs, I think, and the arms. We've seen some of that. So like, you know, they've both got a lot to offer in different ways. There are different things, um, and we should note with the Love Leaderboard uh, on Channel 10's uh, Bachelor site as well, Alex has been sitting on 24% for three consecutive weeks, wow. six episodes, so uh, it's not to say that it is broken. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, do the, have the people who have left the house, are they still appearing on that leaderboard? Do people think they've still uh, got a chance? No, they've definitely been removed. Oh, okay, um, so it is being updated. It is being updated by some uh, Channel 10 intern, but I would just say that the mechanic is perhaps not being used. If I were to do a, a cursory Twitter search for hashtag Batch Megan right now, mm-hmm. let's mm-hmm. see what we come up with. This is happening live, folks. Yeah, wow. This, this, is, uh, this is a next generation of broadcasting. Oh my God. There is two tweets about <laughs> containing the hashtag Batch Megan. Wow. Wait, no, three, three. Sorry, sorry. How many of them tweets. did we do? Uh, none. Oh, okay. Fact. Sorry, I was yeah. I was quite drunk when I was watching the other night. I don't know if I mentioned <laughs> that. I don't really remember what I was doing. Um, yeah, uh, maybe we can stack this. Fuck. Okay. All right. This is what we're gonna do. Okay. Um. So, listeners of the Bachelor of Hearts podcast, hey, let's be d- a little bit uh, subversive here. Okay. 
Who are we going to vote for? Noni? Um, yeah, let's push Noni up. Yeah, we're going to stack... Actually, Georgia's on 0%. Yeah. Okay, yeah, let's do Georgia, because then we'll see... You know, any percentage increase that we see, that'll be directly our responsibility. Like, Absolutely. we'll know that so, we did that. It, it's if the, you were listening it's to the this BOH show, what bump. we want you to do... <laughs> <laughs> what we want you to do is give Georgia the BOH bump. Uh, hashtag Batch Georgia on Twitter. Yep. Uh, or you can go onto the Template website and press the vote button. Yep. Um, and then you go uh, vote on Twitter. Yeah. And this and is important as well. To make your vote count, you actually have to, like, there's a final verification process, which is to go to at Xavier RN and follow <laughs> that account. Um, and then follow <laughs> the link you. in my uh, description, which will point you towards reviewing the podcast on iTunes, because you actually have to do that. Otherwise, your vote doesn't count. All right. Uh, and ask your parents done... before you do it, because yeah, it costs yeah, yeah. money to vote. Cents per tweet. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, okay. Where were we? Oh, Faith's date. Faith's little one-on-one time. Um, uh, Faith's talking about like her parents divorced when she was young, and she doesn't want to end up the same way. I think yep. that's relatable. I think that's pretty sweet. Um, Richie's parents actually did the same when he was in his teens, so they're sort of actually opening up to each other. Um, and then Richie almost like cuts it off by giving her a rose. He's like, "Well, anyway, we've talked enough now. <laughs> like, I've, I've I've hit my limit of uh, details about you." Uh, he, and just, you know, the icing on the cake is he calls her absolutely gorgeous. Like, okay, dude, we get it. Mwah. Yeah. Thanks, Mwah. Richie. Beautiful stuff. Uh, you're a real, uh, you're a real catch. He's a pearl. He sure is. Yeah. I'm souring on Richie so much. I think at the oh, start, yeah. at the start of this podcast, I really wanted to believe that he was going to be great. Um, particularly so that people would listen. Um, but also I think we have a role in like pointing out when he's being shit and it, his chat is fucking nonsense. He's, he's a joke. Uh, he's reading off cue cards. Yeah. Uh, I need him to get better quickly, please. Because um, there are other things about this show that I don't like. I don't want Richie to be one of them, you know? Um, okay, so single date with Kiki. Um, we, we actually get a little video package about Kiki because uh, we, we basically have no fucking idea who she is. And it's like week, what, what is this, episode six now? Um, she, uh, she often goes for bad boys, but she's looking to make a change. Um, it seems like they're kind of selling her as a potential bachelorette, although the bachelorette for next season is already locked in. Um, but maybe she'll be on Bachelor in Paradise if they end up doing that here. It just seems like they're giving her a lot of background info um, and like really reinforcing that you know this character. So I don't know. Maybe she's... Yeah, we want to we wanna get to know her for some uh, reason that we don't know yet. Yeah, well, I mean, may- maybe she's going to stick around longer than, we, than, than I might have assumed. Um, true. She certainly hasn't gotten much time up until now, but now she's getting a single date. It's sort of her opportunity. Um, to make herself noticed. Um, Kiki's a model. Um, so, you know, she and Batchy come from pretty different worlds. I mean, he's from, uh, he's from reality TV. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, so, so uh, a, a black ops military helicopter arrives. Um, he, you know, Richie's organized it and brought it to her place, and she's, uh, she's stoked about it, which is fucking cooked, because this thing is fucking terrifying. <laughs> this, this fucking, did you see the helicopter? It looks like there's All no right. doors on it. It's just got open uh, sections so that you could poke like a machine gun or a mortar launcher out of it or whatever the hell. It's fucking And this scary. is amazing because it pulls up next to them, and he says to her, what do you think we're doing? <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, I don't know. I thought we might go get some fish and chips or uh, <laughs> something like that. Um, Richie's way into it as well. They're, they're both having a great time. Please excuse the siren that just went past my house. Um, they, uh, they fly over the opera house and the Harbour Bridge. We get some more Sydney glamour shots. 
Um, they talk about wanting to live in Point Piper, which is home of the most expensive real estate in Australia, and it's fucked. <laughs> it's like, uh, <laughs> hey, hey, viewing audience, um, fuck you forever. We're going to make so much money off this fucking show. We're going to live in this dog shit suburb of North Sydney or whatever the hell. Wow. Um, we, yeah, we live in freshwater. Yeah, yeah. Um, we hear some more commentary from Kira. Um, Kira, Rachel, and Georgia, they're all talking about uh, Kiki behind her back. Kira says Kiki's just a bogan, um, wow. which, like, uh, yeah, thanks for that. That's not reductive at all. Um, I wonder where Kira's from. Isn't she uh, from... Look, Kira's from the Gold Coast. Yeah. So... I don't want to throw any no one, stones. All. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've, I grew up near there houses. as well. I, you know, it's like, I don't want to... Did you actually? Well, I grew up in Mwilumba, um, which I is like... I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, only until I was like four or five years old. Wow, okay. Um, but yeah, I, I spent my early life there up uh, up like very northeastern corner of New South Wales. Yeah. Where I'm from. Um, yeah, pretty pretty much actually. Like, not, that's crazy. Not I wonder if we knew each other. Ooh, I wonder. I was, um, I was best friends with Iggy Azalea. Were you truly? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because she grew up in um, Mullumbimby, and I grew up in Mullumba, and so like we would get often mixed up um, because yeah. the names of those places are quite similar. You would Xavier see Xavier and Iggy both similar as well. Yeah, exactly. Well, Iggy and Xavier, like it's right there. <laughs> um, but you know, we would we would accidentally hop on each other's bus and bump into each other all the time. Um, was that thing where like maybe like she? was accidentally picked up by your parents and brought home. Sure, and yeah, yeah. Parents, um, and, and uh, you know, not a lot of people know this, actually, but I, I actually taught her how to rap. Oh, truly? Yeah, seriously, yeah, yeah. Like, before that, she was kind of just talking, and I was like, oh, <laughs> Iggy, like, I love what you're doing. Like, you, you know, this is this is great banter, um, but imagine if it was, like, on a beat, like, if you just... Picture this, mm, like I was, you mm, know, yeah, mm, mm. yeah, right. yeah, and I, you know, I mean, we're, we're getting we're getting sidetracked here, but if anyone wants to know more about that, there's a biopic coming out, um, you know, <laughs> six months or something like that. Uh, I'm really rushing it out for some reason. <laughs> it's a story I'm very keen to get out to the people. Look, there could be no reason uh, for that. It's not as if her star is fading anytime soon. No, no, I don't think so. No way. I read a headline about uh, about her Instagram page this week, so Ooh, you know, shit. yeah. Apparently she's got a big butt. So hmm. anyway, oh, wow. yeah. Um, so <laughs> so they, um, uh, Kiki and uh, Richie arrive at a nice little setting for a special dinner under the stars in the middle of a little creek. Um, I want to say the set decoration is really nice here. This is like a very very sweet little date spot. They're very well lit. Um, there's a very relaxed vibe. I just think it's good. Um, and uh, and Kiki says uh, she's a thrill seeker, but relationships are scarier than hanging out of a helicopter. Um, Kiki says she feels genuine feelings for Richie and wants to put herself out there more. Um, and Richie in, in quite a nice moment of like vulnerability says he's like genuinely lonely and he's missing somebody to complete his life. So yeah, he almost seems to be opening up a little bit here. Do you think here's the best thing that Richie has said in his entire time on the bachelor? All right. Hit me with it. Oh, the bachelor. He says, "Wait, is it when he's because this is just about to happen? Is it when he says Kiki's here for the right reasons? Because uh, drink, drink. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's when he says, I'm lonely. Yeah, I think that's kind of a powerful thing for him to be able to say on national television. And not that there, are, I don't think a ton of of uh, blokey men who are not partnered um, watching this show. Mm. But I do think that uh, it's a really, really powerful thing for someone of his age and." 
uh, socioeconomic background to say on national television. Totally. It feels like... That's kind of sick. It feels like he's finally admitting the reason that he's on the show. Um, right and and it's played with enough weight and stuff like he you know he delivers it well um and it's believable i think that's quite relatable um uh obviously not to my life um but uh <laughs> yeah I, I think that's great uh, i like that yeah as as somebody who is setting example for probably a lot of like very masculine dudes out there who are watching the show um mm-hmm. it's it's a good thing to be able to be vocal about that, about that kind of thing so, so i'm in favor um kiki comes home with a rose um, somebody points out that every single person who's gone on a date, like a single date, has come home with a rose. Mm, and that's not because Richie doesn't have the balls to not give them a rose. You know what I mean? Oh, that's definitely not it. Couldn't be that. No way. I wouldn't say that at all. He doesn't seem like two-faced and just like leading people on until the very last available moment or anything no, like no, that. No, no, no. He wouldn't do that. Not after that's what Sam did to him last season. No, no exactly. Way. Because he learned his lesson. Yes, absolutely. And he wouldn't want that to happen to anybody else no it's kind of like jojo we're getting sidetracked but it's kind of like jojo like you know having had ben say that he (laughs) loved her and also saying that to lauren b like she wouldn't go and do that like say i love you to robbie right as she was dumping him on tv no there's absolutely no chance no because she's above that and that's not how the show operates Ah, cocktail party yum yum all right here we go um so alex wants richie to approach her tonight um, so Kira, naturally Kira is upset about the like white privilege, white rose thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Richie comes up and talks to Kira first. Um, Kira flirts with Richie. Everybody is shocked about that for some reason. Um, Megan is like chief amongst them. Uh, Richie actually wants to relive their ballroom dance together um, in, in front of everybody. I think Richie wants to relive their ballroom dance together because it is better than uh, their shit chat. Yeah, yeah, then Kira asking him questions like, you don't think about me. Uh, Mm. Why haven't you taken me on a date yet? Mm. Kira says what I think might be my favorite quote from this episode, (laughs) um, which is, uh, she says, you smell good, but I can make you smell better. What does that mean? Is she going to take him to Priceline? (laughs) Yeah, maybe. You know what I mean? Well, it's interesting because last week you were telling me that Richie had B.O., Oh, yes. So it's like, is this a genuine, like, Kira is literally just saying, like, we need to get some deodorant on this man stat? <laughs> I don't understand what stink powers she thinks she can c- controls, um, but I'm very curious to find out. Look, she's got production at her uh, beck and call. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, I guess so. She can just add anything onto, like, the grocery list. They'll just go and pick it out. Um, Ricky, uh, Richie. Ricky. Richie Ricky. picks Nikki for a chat. That's their couple name, by the way, Ricky. Um, That's cute. Uh, and Alex looks more and more anxious. Uh, and then we just cut to an ad break. We don't really resolve that. Suddenly, it's the rose ceremony. Um, Asha greets the girls. Um, we know that Faith and Kiki are safe because of their uh, the roses they got on their single dates. Richie has only eight more roses to give, so we'll be left with a final ten after tonight. Um, they try and make it seem like Alex is going to go home, but she's so safe. There's no way Alex is going home. Yeah, let's be let's let's address the Alex vitriol right now because yeah. there is a lot of it on the internet, and people really fucking hate her for the way that she reacted to Richie flirting with other girls and uh, kissing other girls and generally behaving as a bachelor should on the show The Bachelor. Which, like, yes, I understand. Mm. 
but also she just really fucking likes him and I think that's kind of nice. Totally. Yeah. I think it's I think it's tedious when people apply the same rules to not the bachelor as they do to the bachelor. Like if you say like, "Oh, I would never do that" or like, "Oh, if I was in that situation or whatever." But it's like you can't you can't really imagine what is actually going on. Yeah, and the thing is like she really likes him and she's getting yeah. her heart hurt. It's it's pretty clear that like she is what she's doing is risky. Like she's not taking an easy way out or anything like that. She no, is, and she's being fucking genuine. She's and feeling genuine if we're feelings. To their use, if we're to use hashtag right reasons, mm-hmm. she's there for them. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I think she's got a strong chance. There's no there's no point even worrying about her. I think for the next few weeks, she's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a rose ceremony. Somebody's got to go home. Uh, and uh, Rachel is the last name called, so Sasha from Russia is unfortunately going home. Goodbye, Sasha. Bye, Sasha. I'm I'm glad. I mean, she she seems remarkably cool with it. Um, no, she, she's, yeah. she doesn't seem crushed by it. She never really got that close to him, but she also didn't get that much shit from the other girls. Seems to have been a pretty positive experience for her, as far as I can tell. Um, and uh, and then she's done, and that's it. That's the end of the episode. We see that we see that next time teaser. Um, Richie and Rachel are going to go sailing together. Cool, I'm excited. I'm excited too. Ra- I mean, Rachel was the last uh, the last person that he called this time around, so clearly he's thinking, like, why am I keeping this lady around? So hopefully yep. we'll get to see a bit of her and see what she's about. Uh, and, uh, and yay, we're going to have three intruders next week. Uh, and it's going to fucking, you know, everything's going to be topsy-turvy. The mansion will descend into mayhem. I am uh, I'm very much looking forward to it. Let's talk about him real quick. Yeah. We've got Steph, 25 years old, blonde hair, wears what looks like a flannel. Yes. We've got Sarah, wearing dirt bike outfit, 26 years old, blonde hair, looks remarkably similar to Sarah. They look and the same. And we have to Steph, I mean. Kalia, 29 years old, big mouth, long hair, standing next to a horse. Yep. Um, when I say big mouth, I mean big smile. Yeah, big smile. That's how The Bachelor would describe it. Um, yes. She's got long brown hair. She's wearing a denim top. Um, I feel like these are all taken on the same date. It's going to be some kind of uh, putting horses on motorbikes date, which <laughs> I'm really looking forward to. Um, horses are well known for their stability and balance. It's true. Um, yeah, somebody points out that Sarah looks a little bit like Nikki. Um, I think you're very... That's true. I mean, yeah, kind of, but in, in the sense that a lot of these women kind of look pretty similar. Uh, yep. But I, I really think Steph and uh, Sarah are... Uh, Pretty hard to tell apart, so that'll be that'll be one to keep an eye on. Um, I feel like they're going to be hard to tell apart until Sarah opens her mouth and she's like, "Ah, oh, you fucking cunt! How yeah, are you?" I bet you're right. Or until like probably one of the two of them will get knocked out and uh, and Kalia will stay around. Sure, I think that she's expected to stay around, and I think that we'll see Steph stay around as well. I don't think that there's much hope for Sarah as a m- motocross, not to stereotype, but. On Australian television, mm-hmm. I think that Sarah is there for comedy purposes. She's going to be a bit of a laugh. And a bit of drama, yeah. and then she'll be gone. Yeah, I, I feel that. Let's see how um, right we are. We've been right on a few predictions. We've been wrong on a Look, few we're others. We're right on most things. Yeah, I want, I, yeah, I want to say we had pretty good judgment at the start of this season. Uh, Marja. Marja's the only one. Yeah, we'll write well, her off. Marja, yeah. She, yeah. she could come back. Look, She could be uh, a next round intruder. Yeah, she could be the Bachelorette next season. You know, who knows? Yeah, she could. Well, I mean, they've picked the Bachelorette for next season, but she could be on, she could be on BIP. Yep, sure. Um, so that's it. That's the end of that episode. Um, we did have a couple more talking points we wanted to bring up. Um, do we want to talk about this Rove and Sam thing? Um, it's yuck. It's really yuck. I think that we can cover all our bases really quickly on this one. Yeah. 
they tweeted out a picture of Eliza photo, like face melting into Bruce Jenner. It was like a gif of her turning into Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. Yeah. It's really gross. It's yuck. It's- um, they retracted it and deleted it pretty quickly thereafter. But it's, uh, yeah. I mean, this is only vaguely Bachelor related. Uh, it's kind of just two media personalities. Uh, uh, you know, one post-Bachelor, one uh, has been in the game for a long time and know a lot, should know a lot better. Just partaking in some high stakes bullying, yeah. You know? Just and that's really, really sad and shit. Uh, picking on someone who got removed from a reality show by picking on a, a you know somebody who for a lot of people represents um, uh, an entire community. Sure. Um, of of people who have been very badly treated by people in mainstream media for a very long time. There it is, um, and it's shit. Yeah, it's and I shit. think that it is universally known as being shit. Yes, and we should move past it. Um, I wanted to mention our friend Osher Ginsburg, who we're not personal friends with in any way. But no, he, we are. But Oshie. on uh, on on the Osher Ginsburg podcast, which by the way is great, and I recommend you check it out. I've been listening to it for the last couple of weeks now. Um, but he mentioned on the latest episode that he enjoys listening to Australian Bachelor podcasts. Um, so Osher, if you are listening, please get in touch. We're uh, we're very big fans of yours. We would, we would be thrilled to talk to you. It's true. Also, my girlfriend woke up this morning and was like, Osher oh, Gunsberg, favorite of my tweet. Oh, my goodness. Are you sure she, I didn't, know. Are you sure she didn't say, Osher, oh, goodness, I want to die? No, she didn't say that. Something no. like that? Are you sure? No. Okay. Positive. Um, speaking of okay, just one more talking point. Um, uh, and I really don't want to spend too much time on it because it is shit. A lot of these things are just like shit that gathers detritus in the, in, during the week and, and gathers some steam and people talk to me about it. But OK Magazine um, is reporting that one of the ladies on this season um, shifted her attention from Richie to someone else and apparently slept, oh, that's right. slept with a member of the production crew. Um, cool. so, so Network 10 are denying it. Um, and, and I really think there's no reason for us to add to the fire on this one, um, considering it, it all sounds pretty insubstantial and, and also like we don't want to get in trouble. Um, well, you know, we'll let you know if that develops. But honestly, it, that sounds like a bit of tabloid bait. Do you reckon there's anything to that? Like... Nah, it sounds like some unreal kind of uh, fabrication. Totally. But, you know, if anything comes out in the wash, uh, keep your ears and eyes to the ground. Yeah, that's right. I, I want to say, actually, I want to say a quick thank you to a few people who have been sending me um, Bachelor News stories and stuff throughout the week. I'm really excited that, like, by doing this podcast, people are sort of starting to think of me when they think about The Bachelor, and, <laughs> um, which is crazy, um, but, but it's very exciting. Next season, baby. Yeah, you never know. Um, I'm The Bachelorette. Um, <laughs> and I'm rapid to you poolside. Have you heard that song? <laughs> no. Okay, we'll talk about Tweet that later. Um, th- but I, yeah, I just wanted to say thanks to a few people who who were uh, you know sending sending some scoops and, and chatting about you with me this week. Um, so so shouts out to Jody, um, Katie, Tashi, Georgie, Bridie. All these people have e names, which is fun. Um, and and Sean and Georgia. Um, and uh, and yeah, also thanks to everybody who's been following along with us on Twitter. Um, we've been live tweeting. Um, the past few episodes and it's really fun um, at BOH pod is where you can find us yeah yeah that's right um, and, and yeah if you um, if you want to we are, we are actually here to make friends um, yeah. so yeah do do keep in touch um, and uh, and also if you if you get the chance we've been getting a lot of success from this uh, 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 to go onto iTunes and rate and review the podcast um, as I've said before now is a really good time to do that now that the podcast is like up and going but also still young because we can get on uh, the new and noteworthy list on iTunes which means a whole bunch of people will come and listen to the show thank you to everybody who's done that already uh, that is a huge um, thumbs up and a huge leg up for us 
Um, and thank you also for tuning in. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Oh, I, uh, one important thing. I want to say a quick uh, uh, get bent to news.com.au um, who spoiled the ending of episode six in a banner ad on an unrelated Bachelor news story just hours after it ended. I didn't have a chance to watch that one live. Mm. I was furious about it. Don't tell me who's so going sad. home. Bad guys. Don't, no. Okay. That's bad. Okay. That's enough of that. Um, I think we're done. This is the end of the podcast, right, Max? We've done it. All right. Well, this is the end. Yeah. Um, so please take some time now to say goodbye. Um, I've been Xavier Betsky Noonan. My name is Max Quinn. Um, thank you again for joining us. Please come back next week. It'll be a big episode, I'm sure. Uh, and as always, we wish you all the very best. <laughs> what is this? What is this sign off that you're doing? Oh, it's from the <laughs> show. He says it. Osha says it. <laughs> and as always... Stay cool, kids. <laughs> and as always, <laughs> um, keep batching around. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right, see you next week. See ya.